All right. This uh, Fabrengen was given on Parsha Sisrei, a similar setup to this year, where Parsha Sisrei was also the Shabbos that blessed other Ishan, the first other. Let's go right to it. The idea of having an extra month, which is connected to this Shabbos, which we're blessing the month, the first, the first Adar, when did that begin? When did the, new, the idea of having an extra month begin? That began already when we left Egypt, Hashem gave us the mitzvah of setting up months and years. And the emes ha'yin is a livnizek. This is perkete belazer, because Borcho dasn admiration began in our sur mitzvah as a hischoman mitzvah. It says in perkete belazer that even before this, even while admiration was in Ganeden, even then there was also a concept of of months and years. But as a mitzvah, it began when we left Egypt. So although it began with Adam in heaven, and it continued with uh, the mitzvah that was given to us, uh, when we were leaving Egypt. But when the Torah was given, then it, it was classified in a different way. Like all their mitzvahs that we do today, we do them because they were given to us in Mount, Mount Sinai. The Ramam writes that even the mitzvahs that Hashem gave before the giving of the Torah, like the seven laws of Noah, and the mitzvah of circumcision, which He gave to Avram Vino for, for all of His children forever, even though it was given then forever to Avram Vino, we don't do it because of Avram Vino, the Ramam says, we do this because it was given to us in Mount Sinai. Base. That whatever a Jew sees or hears, he has to take a lesson for this in the service of Hashem, which is the whole reason of why he was created. Like the Mishnah says, I was created, Mishnah says at the end of Mesech Tegdushim, I was created for no other reason but to serve my master. So whatever is, if that's the purpose of why I'm here, that must mean that everything that happens to me are for the sake of my purpose in this world, to serve Hashem. So everything that a Jew sees or hears why is that happening? It's because Hashem caused him to see this or hear this. And therefore he has to relate to whatever he sees or hears in a way that that can um, contribute to the purpose of why he's here to serve Hashem. Yesterday I visited Betzal and Betzal, by divine providence, he, um, he ordered some things from Amazon that ended up going to the restaurant across the street from Cedar Sinai. So he asked me to pick them up. I went to pick them up and I'm thinking like, I mean, this, there must be more to the story. <laughs> so I asked the manager, Zach, uh, hey, you're Jewish. Yeah, I'm Jewish. You never put on film. You put on film. And, um, but I was like, 
I, I was like, I, I, I questioned the must be more of the story, right? Because everything you see or hear must be for the purpose of serving Hashem. And sure enough, um, Zach got a chance to find on film for the first time in his life. Um, then Bitzal, then they, they called me to the restaurant. There's one more package. I didn't walk in. I just called him, I didn't call him to bring it out. And I, would, I, I, I didn't want to walk in the restaurant. Anyways, but um, then I met another Jew. But the point is that whatever you see or hear is supposed to, is arranged by Hashem for the reason why you're in this world. Like the famous story of the Rebetzin, who today is the Rebetzin's yard site, that the Rebetzin famously, she, uh, was, she used to, she used to um, go to, um, to a park with a driver, and the driver once took a detour, and she saw someone being evicted from their home, and she, uh, she paid discreetly for um, the, um, the woman to be able to stay in her home. And when the driver asked her, like, why did you save this person of all people? And many people need help. And so she said, Baal Shemta says, whatever you, my father told me, whatever you see or hear is a message from Hashem. That's a learn from Baal Shemta. So we detoured over here for a reason. So that's, uh, that's really taking it to, I mean, the way it's meant to be taken. We, we think, you know, we're supposed to pontificate. Whatever we see or hear, what, 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 how can we pontificate about this in the service of Hashem? The Rebetzin actually uh, uh, rescued this lady from, from um, being evicted because... Why else did Hashem show this to her? It must be that she, she has to take care of this, and she could, and she did. Okay. If this is true in regarding everything that happens to us, that we're supposed to learn a lesson from everything, everything that happens, how much more so in regards to Torah and Mitzvah, certainly we're supposed to learn a lesson from the Torah and the Mitzvah that we're commanded to do. Since Hashem said about the mitzvahs, a mitzvah is a candle, and Torah is called light, so the messages we're supposed to take in our lives from Torah mitzvahs, since they're called, since mitzvahs are called candles, so it's understood that the message that they are giving to us is a lot clearer than the message we get from things that happen in the world. Because they're called candles. They're, they're called something luminous. Although we're supposed to learn something from everything that happens to us, but the world, because the world has the truth too, as it says in the Pasuk, the truth of Hashem is, it's usually translated as, the truth of Hashem is forever. The Rebbe is translating it as the truth of Hashem is also in the world. But the messages that Hashem gives us from things that happen to us in our lives, there's not as, not as clear because the world covers the truth. There is truth in the world. Whatever Hashem is doing um, is a message for us. Whatever Hashem has caused us to see is a message. But the world covers the truth. And unlike Torah Mitzvah, where there's no concealment. We find about the names of Hashem. We had a Pasuk in a few parshas ago in Parshas um, Shmais. Hashem said, this is my name forever. So the word forever is missing the letter Vav. So it means my name has to be hidden. The world conceals the names of Hashem. 
so that the godliness that is conveyed through the names of Hashem is not, is not apparent, it's not, it's not revealed. The godliness in Hashem's names in this world, the, the words that are constant Hashem's names, don't um, reveal to us um, as they should be um, the, 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 um, the revelation that they have inside them. So much more so, other things in this world which aren't as holy as Hashem's names, certainly the messages that we can learn from them are very hidden. On the other hand, in regards to Terimitzvah, since mitzvahs are called candles and Terah is called light, so the messages that we're supposed to take in our, in our lives from the mitzvahs that Hashem gives us, those messages are more luminous, more clear, it's easier to find them. Next page. We can learn a lesson from the whole concept of an extra month being added. In a way that every Jew can understand it. Even someone who right now is unable to relate to Kabbalah and to Chassidus, the Kivan because it's a mitzvah that everyone has, including this person who doesn't know Kabbalah and Chassidus. And so therefore, the message we're supposed to take from the extra month is, is, is something that could be explained simply because it's supposed to apply to every single Jew, even someone who's not, um, not able to relate to Kabbalah and Chassidus. So what's the idea of the extra month? I'm going to paraphrase from the Hebrew. The... Um, there, there are different ways of calculating a year. There is the solar year, there's the lunar year. And since there is a difference in the um, size of the solar year and the lunar year, the lunar year has, um, the solar year has 11 days more than the lunar year. Therefore, in order that there, there shouldn't be a, a discrepancy, so we add a month every so often, um, and we make the year to be 13 months to catch up the solar year, the lunar year to the solar year. That's the, what the definition of a Shonamu Baris is. But if we were to add another month um, once every three years, it's, it still wouldn't be, it wouldn't be um, symmetrical. Because in three years, we have... 33 days, because there are three more days that the, um, in three solar years, right, there is, there is a difference of 33 days, of 11 days more in the solar year, so in three years are 33 days. So if the purpose of, um, and the extra month is only 30 days, so, so every so often, we don't just have an extra month every three years, we have extra month every two, sometimes after two years and that's how we catch up for the extra three days because in two years we have almost we have 22 days and we're still missing um still missing a few days for a complete month so automatically when we add a um full month um We're catching up the um, the days that were remaining the last time we added a month. 
And so in every 19-year uh, cycle, the, sun, the, the solar years and the lunar years um, uh, are, are exactly aligned. Uh, everyone follow that? Yeah? yeah. Okay. So, so, so at the end of every 19-year cycle, there's only a difference between them of a one hour and uh, 485 halakim. Where is this halacha? No, what is it? What a halakim? If you divide an hour into a thousand parts, those, those are halakim. So, the, so, so um, the lesson we need to learn from this simply is this. The difference between a solar year and a lunar year is this. The solar, the sun shines always in the same way. We don't see changes in the sun. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, it's always the same. Although there's a difference between the summer and the winter, but these differences are not from one extreme to another. But the lunar, the light from the moon, there are differences in that light from one extreme to another. Because in the middle of the month, the moon is full. And then we only have um, only half, um, uh, only part of, the, part of the moon. And then we have only a tiny, bit of, a tiny ray of light emerges. And so a month before the new moon, there's, there is uh, nothing at all. So, the, so in, the, in the moon's light, there's all these differences. In the sun's light, it's always the same. And in our lives, what's the message? There are some Jews who are like the sun. They always serve Hashem in the same way. They always are shining with the full light. And there are some Jews who are like the moon. In addition to the fact that all the Jewish people, the Torah says, are compared to the moon, and they have changes, and the whole way the Jewish people serve Hashem um, you can't compare that way we serve Hashem during the week, we serve Hashem on Shabbos, the difference between the people who are, who are like the tribe of Yisachar, who focus on Torah study, and people who are like the tribe of Zulun, who focus on business, uh, which... Um, so, there are days when um, a Jew's light is fully seen, and there are days a Jew's light is only... Part, seen 50%, and there are days which only a tiny bit of light is seen, and there are days the Jews' light is not seen at all. They're like the moon. So in the side of the fact that all the Jewish people, all the Jewish people have, have distinction in how they shine different days of the week, Jews who learn Torah, etc., but there are Jews who among, in that category itself, they are more, uh, they're more loony. <laughs> what that means is, uh, sometimes it could be that after a day passes, 24-hour passes, a Jew realizes that he didn't give any light throughout this day. That means he didn't fulfill the purpose of why he was created, to shine godliness in the world. All of the physical things he needed to do, he did fully. He ate, he drank, he exercised, he did it, and he enjoyed it. And he, he enjoyed the eating, enjoyed the drinking, his sleep was good, and Hashem helps him that he's successful in his business. He is excited that he was successful. And yet, at the end of the day, he realizes that Kedusha, Holiness didn't shine at all. But the Rebbe says, think about this. The whole purpose of why you're here is that through you, godliness should shine in the world. And the whole purpose of eating and drinking and also involvement in business to earn money to get, to be able to buy food and drink and sleep, etc., is only in order that you should have the power to shine godliness in the world. So all of your physical things are only in order to fulfill the purpose of Hashem. And practically, the Jew realizes at the end of the day he did all the physical things but he didn't shine in the world at all. Even though he ate kosher food, and he made a bracha before, and he had a bracha after. And, and that's the claim, that's the, 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 um, 
when heaven is, is being asked of him, why didn't you give light to the world? You only involved in what was secondary, what was unimportant, but the, the important thing you forgot completely. And when a Jew when a Jew realizes what's going on with him, then he starts to shine. But since a Jew goes in a order, functions in an orderly, orderly way, he doesn't have the full light all, the, all of a sudden, it goes slowly. First, there's a tiny ray of light, and then the light starts to shine more, until it shines fully, like the moon getting full of light. But the Yetzirah comes to him and says, since you are an honest person, and you know that there were days that you didn't give light, and, and these days are gone, these days are lost, You're, you can control the future, not the past. So the Yetzirah says, you could already go and uh, hula. You could already go and doesn't matter. Uh, in other words, you lost already. You, you, you already have a loss, so, so it doesn't matter anymore. The response for this is, this is a claim of the Eight Sahara, who is called the old foolish king. He's called a fool. He doesn't know what Hashem is, doesn't know what Torah is, and that's why he says this. But the truth is that Hashem already clarified this to begin with. And Hashem said before the giving of the Torah, and even while Adam was still in Gan Eden, Hashem already then gave the extra month to already give to, that, the, that the lunar cycle should be able to catch up to the solar cycle. And this is a message for Jews who are like the moon. They always are changing. And even a situation that they were lacking in their service of Hashem, they're given the opportunity to, to make it up to such an extent that even if he didn't only have a deficiency for one year, but for two years, and even for three years, that means the deficiency he had in the service of Hashem was in a way of a chazaka. It was going on and on for three years in a row. He wasn't the way he's supposed to be. But through the extra month at the end of the third year, because the months start from Nisan, so the last month is month of Adar. So he's able to fix up whatever he was missing for three years and more. We said earlier that sometimes we have an extra month after two years. So after there's two years, you're only, you're only really missing 22 days. And you add how many days? You add 30 days. So you end up having, in the extra, if you have a, a lunar year after two years, you end up having more. The lunar year is going ahead of the solar year. So it comes out that the, what the Torah accomplishes by giving us extra month is not only that we should be, we should be able to be complement what we're missing in the, in the lunar year, and, and to catch up the lunar year to the solar year, but more, that the lunar year has more days than the solar year. You add, you're adding a month after two years, and end up having, it's only 22 days missing after two, two years, and now you have more, the, the, the lunar years ahead. This is like the whole concept of tshuva, that through tshuva, Jew is able to reach a higher level than a tzaddik, as the Gemara says, in the place where a Baal tshuva stands, even a perfect tzaddik cannot stand. And this is in sync also, with the custom um, that some have to say lechaporas um, pesha on a lunar year, our minigas we don't say those words, lechaporas um, pesha. But you say it; it's your minig. No, no, no. I'm just saying what it is. What is it? So, so we don't say it, but even though we don't say it, this month is given as an atonement for, for iniquity. 
So although we don't say it, it's, it's just we don't say it, but certainly the actual fact, we can learn a lesson from it because we know about this custom. The theme of the extra month is that we're able to fix up what we're missing in days before. And not just we're able to fix up what we're missing days before, but in a way that we're able to achieve, to go even beyond the deficiency and, as a, and, and, and to reach a higher level. That's the concept of tshuva. So although this is true in every year where there's an additional month, this is more emphasized um, in the month of Adar when, it's, it's, it's true the entire, the entire year, but it's more emphasized in the actual month of Adar, which is additional month. And in this itself, both in the first Adar and the second Adar, because although there's an argument between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Meir, which one is the main month, um, but that, that, their argument is only in regards to documents and vows, but in regards to the general theme of the extra month, the extra month can be applied to both, the concept of extra month applies to both the first other and the second other. Um, as as the, we see in the Nusach that we use, in the language we use to bless the month, we call the first other, Adarishin. We emphasize that there is a second other. And the second we call the second other, and we emphasize that there was a first other. So, although it's a mitzvah, for example, to mention our exodus from Egypt every single day, but it's more emphasized the night of the Seder. So too, this is true, the whole year we're able to mix up, make up what we missed out in years before. But this is more emphasized in the month of Adar, the extra month, which is actually the theme of the month, is to catch up. And not just to catch up, as we learned, but to go ahead. And this is a message that we're supposed to learn simply from this extra month, that a Jew should not be affected, that he finds changes in the service of Hashem and deficiencies. On the contrary, he's able to reach a higher level. And this all begins already in the Shabbos of Blessed of the Rishon, because in this uh, Shabbos, we use all the languages of blessing that we say, and we finish with, and since the Torah says, you need to answer, Amen, so that means that Hashem surely blesses the month and all these things. If Hashem tells us to answer, Amen, must be this is the fact. Hashem is giving us this bracha. Because Hashem tells us to answer, Amen. That take, that really should be drawn to every single Jew in his every Jew should be given um, in the service of Hashem, in his learning of Torah, in his doing of mitzvahs, Hashem should bless every Jew, and Hashem should give every Jew uh, ha- children and health and, and comfort and parnasa and all the things that Hashem blesses us should be with abundance, with, from Hashem's full, open, holy, and uh, wide hand. L'chaim. How many halachim extra is there? 11 days and what? There's 11 days extra. Right, I got that. And the halachim, there's like 400 or what? Oh, at the end of the 19-year cycle, yeah. there, there is um, a one hour and, um, and how many halachim extra? One hour and 485 halachim.